Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Back in studio, downtown San Francisco, home studios of the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Nice to have you with us wherever you are listening in this great land of ours and, uh, okay, foreign lands. Coast to coast, (laughs) border to border, and around the world, we are on the American Forces Radio Network. That's 500 outlets, 177 countries, ships at sea, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force, all that great stuff. All those great branches. Let's just send England branches. Thanks for keeping us safe and our allies. You stay safe. Hope you see you at home very, very soon. We're also on the Internet as we stream through our homepage at sportsbyline.com. Go there. Click listen live. Any emails to me, rick at sportsbyline.com. My personal email address Captain Handsome at CountPipula.org. You know, I send those over there. Also, other ways of listening to the programming, if you're not buying an affiliate, the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, those are all apropos applications for receiving the programming here. Plus, you can always uh, hear us on our television station. What's that? Well, CRN Digital Plus 2, your cable provider. And uh, also, uh, we stream on Twitch as well. And um, just search for Sports Byline. There I am on a webcam. It's fantastic. 1-800-878-PLAY. Guest today, Karen Lyle, as always, on Tuesdays, salesporttalk.com. As we have Bruce Marshall on Tuesdays from the Gold Sheet in Vegas talking a little NHL. We have a dinosaur expert from Nat Geo. Of course we do. We also have director and producer of a new film called the Penny Black. Why has it got to be black? We have a uh, director from Denmark, Anders Thomas Jensen, his new movie, Riders of Justice, and a soccer author, Stephen Mandis, about the men's national team here in America. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Gotta finish this today. Cristiano's construction projects typically run smoothly, but this project's pipeline is about to burst. Yo, boss, where you want us to put this? To the left. Your other left. John. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world, AFN, all that great stuff. And it is great stuff. I'm a big supporter of our military, big supporter of uh, USAA. They always uh, do me up for Army, Navy, and uh, also 
free plug for USAA, enlisted men and women. How about that? Everybody gets in now. Used to be, used used to just be officers. And I have USA and USAA insurance, and I have had it for decades, just being the son of a naval officer. So I guess, was it really fair that I was getting the benefits and some sergeant in the Marines wasn't getting the benefits? So it's cool everybody's in on that now. Uh, also, a um, couple of things here. The Austin MLS team, their logo is the tree with the roots, which is exactly the city of Oakland logo which is stupid and copycat. Uh, Another non sequitur, the Oakland A's are sending a contingent to Vegas next week with President Dave Cavill to explore what they got. And the question will be, do you have the will and do you have the means to build yet another stadium? And you would need a retractable roof if you're going to play in Vegas, which would mean it would be even more expensive. And the answer will be, yeah, we have land coming out of our behinds. We're in the desert. We have all the land you'd ever want. And um, we have all the money that you'll ever want. And even if we need to take it out of the schools like we did with the Rays, we'll do that as well. Um, I just wonder, while the president of the A's, Dave Cavill, is in Vegas, if he's still going to be tweeting, 100, go team, rooted in Oakland, rise and grind, and all that other stuff. You know the, the the timing of it. How do you <laughs> how do you possibly spin it like go team, and yet you're in Vegas taking a meeting? <clears throat> and I said it on this show when the Goldest Vegan, the Golden Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights started, and I thought we now have pro, pro sports in Vegas, and everybody's trying to get out of Oakland. It just uh, it was just a scary proposition. You know, I remember the coronavirus last year, uh, well, about 15 months ago, and I was on the show saying, so what are they going to do? They, I mean, you can't go to a Warrior or a Sharks game. Other people are sitting next to you and you're inside. Would we ever get to a point where they would call off the seasons? And it seemed like a joke. It's like, <laughs> we're never going to get there. Didn't happen with, you know, some of these other Bird flu, SARS, Ebola, all these horrifying, deadly, tragic killing diseases. And I thought, well, we're not going to get there, are we? And we did. Called off entire seasons, playing in bubbles, all sorts of things. So um, that could happen as well. All right. A couple of little uh, baseball things yesterday. Kevin Pillar took one right on the nose. Um from Webb, and uh, this was Mets and Nets, and the the Mets, by the way, ended up winning the game 3-2, and Pilar was able to say, hey, winning rung, but uh, multiple nasal fractures, and uh, that's ugly. That's really ugly, and you could just tell. I mean, the, the base is loaded. He was not trying to hit the guy in the face, but the pitcher, Webb, was uh, shaken. I'd, I'd rather be the guy shaken by hitting someone than actually getting hit in the face with a 95-mile-per-hour fastball. And uh, in another move, it looked really weird to see Albert Pujols in Dodger blue, number 55. It just, you know, there are some guys that get to a team and you think, yeah, he looks good. I don't know, like Mookie Betts to me, 
looked good in Dodger blue. He kind of looked like he belonged. Our Pujols just looks weird <laughs> in those home whites. But facing uh, Madison Bumgarner <clears throat> and um, flied out in his first at bat and his uh, second at bat, a clean single uh, right up the middle. And, um, you know, a pull holse. If you think about it, facing uh, lefties, he was hitting 259. So if you think about Cody Bellinger with a leg, Zach McKinstry with an oblique, A.J. Pollock with a hamstring, Edwin Rios with a shoulder, Corey Seager with a hand, they're all injured. The Dodgers didn't sign Pujols just to say, hey, you can still sleep in your own bed, just drive over here. Because they didn't make him any promises about playing time. And he said, as he should, I'll embrace whatever role you, you want to give me. But um, contributing. Absolutely contributing. And remember, the Angels owe him basically 500 k short of the remainder of his $30 million salary. It is a low-cost flyer with some upside. Now... Um, <clears throat> there was, uh, and this is what um, uh, Pulhos tweeted out yesterday. The role that Andrew Friedman and Dra- Dave Roberts have presented to me is one that I embrace. I am excited to be part of the Dodger family and want to thank Andrew, Dave, and the rest of the Dodger organization for this opportunity. My goal is the same as it's always been, to help the ball club win a championship in 2021. I've seen up close just how talented this team is, and I look forward to contributing. Uh, and so then reporters asked him at the press conference, so you're going to retire after the season? He said, we think they're – well, he said, uh, I have no um, – <clears throat> I have nothing to say about that. That's all. Now, Andrew Friedman, who's, of course, the guy who – built a great franchise in Tampa with no money and then built an even better franchise with all the money in the world at Chavez Ravine, right? He said, we still think there is life to the bat. We felt like he was a good fit with where we're at. Bad grammar. It's better than it has been in the past. We talked about how healthy he feels right now. We'll see how his role develops. We don't know exactly what things are going to look like a week from now, two weeks from now, a month from now. But, I mean, the other thing that was weird is that when I think about Pujols, I think about number five, and he had to wear a 55, as I mentioned, because which just makes him look even bigger. He already is as big as a linebacker. Now he has a linebacker number. But, you know, it's like, what are you going to do with Albert Pujols? What are we going to do with him? We're going to put him at first base, and he's going to back clean up. That's what we're going to do with him. So, um, and look, the Angels getting rid of him after batting 198. I understand, and Pulhaus has said multiple times that there were no hard feelings, and then some people said, no, we heard there was some bad blood going out the door, and he said, uh, no, there wasn't. I don't know, maybe we'll find out someday uh, what actually happened. But the Dodgers, listen, with Friedman, they're totally run by metrics. And if you look at the pool halls, batted ball metrics, 
they'll they'll see they saw something there that would limit him just to a platoon advantage situation whenever possible. And the Dodgers are middle of the road, right right in the middle of the National League when it comes to hitting lefties. So Pujols is one of the great greatest hitters in in the history of baseball. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He already has passed 3,000 hits. He's already passed 660 home runs, 660 doubles. He's five away from 6,000 total bases. He has well over 2,100 RBIs, well over 1,800 runs scored. Um, And he contributed. And I think it would be pretty hilarious if the Dodgers played the Angels in the Freeway World Series and Pujols hit a walk-off in Game 7. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violent. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose. So call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if 
if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. uh, Thank you for that. I have that effect. Coming up next, uh, Karen Lyle in studio for the first time in more than a year, salesporttalk.com. Let's go to the phone lines, though, and uh, we have Vince in the East Bay. How are you doing, Vince? All right. So I'm not going to talk about the Sharks after like 30 seconds. I just want to say, I don't, you know, the, what do you call the, um, Vegas is exempt from losing a player, which they just missed it by a point for the presidency trophy, which is insane. And it's, and if you have uh, no trade clauses, you have to protect the players. So and Burns has a partial, so they don't have to protect him. So most likely you're going to leave him exposed because um, they have to um, all the players, <laughs> the like pickles and stuff, and Jones they have to protect because they have no trade clause. It's just horrible. <laughs> What's going on with them? It's like they're going backwards. And the other thing that was really a shock, I didn't even notice until I said at the end of the season I was watching the last game. They were saying that all the teams that didn't make the playoffs last year were the same teams that didn't make the playoffs this year. So there was no movement. I, I, I can't remember the last time that happened where the same teams. That's weird. You know, That's weird in any sport. Yeah. That was, I, I don't never. I, I can't remember that ever happening before. I was, I wasn't even aware of it until they brought it up at the Sharks last game. So that, it just stinks that we're, you know, we have to protect. And Burns is probably our hardest working player. He's got four years left of his contract. They're saying seven and a half million. That's why they're going to expose him. And you know, this, and you know, I don't know. They're just Kane. They may lose because here's another thing I didn't even know. I learned this: if you file bankruptcy, um, and you could uh, 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 opt out of your contract, which he did. So it's a player's choice. He has to decide. I guess he has like a couple of months to decide to up out of the contract so we can lose Kane too. It's just, I mean, I don't know how we're going to get better. I mean, with losing our best players, but he's probably one of our best players on, on, on the, on the team. And it just, it's just frustrating to be a shark fan. That's why I said it's going to be years, I think, before we recover, but I don't want to dwell on that. I want to talk positive and I'll tell you, the Warriors are the ones that shock me. If you told me Wiggins, and to me, he's an all-star the way he's playing now. I can't believe Wiggins was going to be this good. If you told me Poole was going to be playing like an all-star, I wouldn't have believed that he would even make the rotation. And those two players, I'm just totally shocked. I mean, I, that's why the Warriors, I think, you know, it, it's really a good test to play the Lakers now because they could beat the Lakers. I really think, and they beat, already beat Phoenix and they beat Utah. I think they, could, they can go pretty far in the playoffs. Do you think this is just a flute and they're just going to get knocked out quick? Or do you think they're going to go pretty, they're going to have a good run? Listen, the way that uh, 
Steph Curry is playing right now. Um, I'm not going to say that they're going to go right out. They're they're pretty hot. Yeah, and I I think they could beat everybody. I don't think. I mean, before you remember, the Warriors were the best team, and even the Lakers were like that for a while. They were like the best teams in basketball. I don't think one through eight. Actually, I, I think it's more like one through ten. There's not a big difference in the NBA right now. I, I don't really feel like Phoenix and Utah is really that big difference from Memphis, you know, or San Antonio. I don't think there's a huge difference, and that's why I think. Any, I mean, this could be the first time because the hockey did it with the Kings when they finished eighth and they won the Stanley Cup. I wouldn't be shocked if the Warriors, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they beat the Lakers either. I think if they could beat the Lakers in L.A., get the seventh seed, and then match up against Phoenix. I wouldn't be shocked if the Warriors went all the way this year. They really wouldn't be just because Wiggins is not like the same player. I mean, he's, I mean, you're talking about the steal of the trade with Minnesota. What we gave up. I mean, and even this, um, we lost Durant, all right? Remember Durant. If it was just straight up, and remember, we got Minnesota's draft pick. If you lost Durant today, and you know what you know today for Wiggins, I'll take Wiggins over Durant right now. That's how strong I feel with Durant right now. I think he's a better player. And I think, um, well, plus we're going to get, a, you know, we may get a four or five pick. Wait, or, you know, for, wait, sorry. Did you say you think that Wiggins is better than Durant? Yes. Defensively and offensively, I think Durant, as a career, was a far better player. But you take Durant the last year, and you take Wiggins the way he's playing right now. I think Wiggins is a better player. That's why the Warriors are ascending so much higher. I think he's a true All Star. I think Durant was, and to me, before his injury, was one of the greatest players in the NBA. I'd put him in the top ten. But since his injury, and I watched him play in Brooklyn, he does not look the same. I mean, he looks a lot slower. He doesn't um, – that's why – and he gets injured a lot quicker. And you look at Wiggins, he's only 25, and the way he's playing right now. But, I mean, what makes Wiggins – I mean, he scored 40 his last game against Memphis. But it's not the points that he's putting in. It's his defensive. I mean, you watch him play defensively, you go, holy crap, this guy is – I mean, I don't remember Durant doing all that. I mean, if you really look at Wiggins and watch him play, you go, holy – I mean, he's – Right up there with Green and defensive player. I mean that that's what shocks me. And then we're now we're going to get uh, our other splash brother back next year. I mean, I think the Warriors to me, the way the team looks and pool is going to only get bigger or better. And and then you got our 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 our, our other center that we just drafted. He's probably going to get better in about two three years. It takes usually a few years for a center. I just think the Warriors have so much upside right now. I mean, I, I really wouldn't be. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, People are not saying that with Wiggins right now, but if you remember, he was the number one overall draft. He's only 25. He's at, he's now approaching his peak, and I'm just saying, you look at the way Wiggins played the last 10, 15 games compared to he played at the beginning of the season. I mean, it was I mean, Wiggins looked like uh, pretty lost out there. I'd call him, um, you know, an average player and overpaid. Now I'm looking like he's looked like a bargain price now at 29 million. I mean. It, it, that's, to me, the difference in the Warriors winning right now is, is Wiggins. I mean, Curry is a superstar. Everybody knows Curry's the greatest player or one of the greatest players. I think he should get MVP in the NBA. But what made the Warriors different is two players. is Poole, because Poole is not supposed to do what Poole is doing right now. I, I'm still stunned watching Poole and, and Wiggins. Those are the two players. I mean, you don't need Oubre anymore. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I wouldn't even put Oubre out on the court. I think it'll, it'll probably hurt the Warriors more than help them. I mean, what do you think? I mean, you think Oubre 
is going to get a lot of playing time. If we're assuming we're going to be in the playoffs and we start making a run, do you think Ubre is going to be getting a lot of minutes back again? And what about Pascal? Is he going to start playing again and all these other players? I mean, we got a pretty good bench. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Would you, I mean, how would you rank Wiggins right now? Would you consider him a really good player right now? Wiggins has been playing. Well, Ubre we know is out for the first two games, um, but right. uh, Wiggins. I don't think I mean he's been playing well. I don't even think you can put his name in the same sentence as as Kevin Durant. I mean to me it's it's like saying Eric Sogard is the same as Ryan Sandberg or I just I know he's playing well, but if you if I could trade Kevin Durant for Wiggins, I would do it right now. I wouldn't because Durant's a lot older. I'm telling you, I don't even know how Clay's going to come back from his injury. If he's going to be, I mean to me, Clay was one of the best players. And it really stunk that he got injured twice. I mean, because I think Clay, I don't know how he's going to be after his injury. I don't even know if Clay's, but now we got Wiggins who could really knock down the defense. I'm looking at, okay, now I got Wiggins, I got um, um, Green, who could take out their two best uh, offensive players when we play somebody. And then we got Clay, and he's really good, supposedly really good defensively. I, I just think the Warriors going to be unstoppable next year. I mean, I'm really that excited. Plus, we got the draft pick, which I'm hoping we get the fourth pick and get subs from uh, uh, Gonzaga. You know, that would make us even more invisible. I, I just, I'm just, I haven't been this shocked. I've never seen a team turn around, and I know, I, I don't know if you've been. I've been watching the Warriors just about every game, just like I've been watching the Sharks. I mean, the Sharks, <laughs> my team, even though no matter how bad they stink, I'll still watch them. But I mean, I'm looking at. Wiggins, and I'm telling you, the Wiggins, the first 20 games of the season, to me, it was a below-average player. I mean, you know, maybe average at best, but below average. To me, Wiggins, the reason why the Warriors are, are you know, went on this run is not because of Curry. Curry's always been good. It's, it's Wiggins. I mean, and, and Poole. I can't forget Poole. Those two players, now they could beat Phoenix, they could beat Utah, and I think they could beat anybody now because the way Poole and Wiggins, the less Wiggins and Poole come back to earth and, and play like they were in the beginning of the season, I just think the Warriors are going to be one of the hottest teams in the playoffs going forward. I think I would not be shocked if they won, win the whole thing. And, and Brooklyn, look at Brooklyn. I would bet you Brooklyn may win the first round, but they'll be out by the second round. Philly's going to be coming out of the East. That's my prediction there. You're going to see that my – Crazy prediction will be the Sixers versus the Warriors in the NBA Finals. That's my prediction. All right, Vince, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. All right, take care. That's Vince out there. So, uh, yeah, that's a – listen, Wiggins is playing well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't think he could hold Kevin Durant's jock. I mean, in the last week, last week or two – but the thing is, would anybody be surprised to see Andrew Wiggins go right back to being the guy he always is, which is just kind of a quasi-contributor? Does anybody really believe that Wiggins is going to play this way forever? This this is kind of what he does. He'll have a hot spurt, Tottenham hot spurt, and then he'll go back to uh, kind of uh, anonymity. We'll see. I hope not. All right, coming up next, uh, we'll have Karen Lyle. We'll talk a little salesporttalk.com. Come on back.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk in San Francisco, and I'm here with Chief Warrant Officer Leo Zapawa with a message from the U.S. Coast Guard about ocean safety. The Coast Guard is just one piece of a greater effort, valued partnerships, and I'd like to take a little bit of time to recognize the hardworking folks the Coast Guard works with every day at the city, county, state levels in California, and of course, our federal partners. And I, and I understand that during these difficult times with regards to COVID, a lot of folks are maintaining their mental wellness through exercise. The majesty and the power of the ocean are oftentimes inviting places to go and, and see and be socially distant. Unfortunately, with these larger waves we're experiencing along the California coast, it can also be very easy to become complacent and not pay attention to what are commonly known as sneaker waves or waves of higher magnitude that are infrequent and unexpected at a coastal area. All of us who have enjoyed time near our beautiful area beaches and seashore will see posted signs placed by local officials and when the weather is expected to be adverse. And I would ask your listeners to heed those warnings and take them very seriously. Anytime folks go out in the ocean, uh, we encourage folks to always wear a Coast Guard-approved life jacket. Uh, the ones that are orange with the retroreflective tape make it a lot easier for folks who are doing the rescuing to locate those people in distress. Uh, unfortunately, we have also had some tragic search and rescue cases occur along the California coast. Most notably were the two search and rescue cases that occurred on the 10th of January at Pescadero Beach State Park and at Point Bonita, and a third that occurred on January 3rd at Blind Beach uh, north of Bodega Bay. In total, five lives were lost in these cases. Very tragic. And in all of those cases, those aforementioned sneaker waves overwhelmed the folks on the beach and took them out to sea. And as we all know, anyone who's dipped a toe in the ocean here, it's very cold. It's only about 53 degrees of the water temperature, so it's very easy to go into cold water shock and end up drowning, especially in such a turbulent environment. The ocean this time of year it almost looks like a washing machine. And although it's very beautiful to, to, to view, it's also very dangerous. Now, I want to really convey to your listeners that although the ocean is beautiful on any day when the seas are high, like folks should respect how mighty the ocean truly is. Never turn their back on the ocean when enjoying the beach or seashore on foot. If you're going out on the water, either on a surfboard, a sailboat, or powerboat, dress for that cold water environment and wear a life jacket at all times. I always recommend uh, a Type 1, as they're designed to turn most people, even if they're unconscious, face up in the water. Finally, uh, the Coast Guard is always hiring young men and women, and I can think of few organizations with such a rich tapestry of storied histories. 230 years of service to our nation. And uh, we in the Coast Guard truly live the service motto of Semper Paratus are always ready. I joined in uh, 1996, planned in only doing four years, and now in the blink of eye, it's been 25. All righty then, we are back. Rick Tittle in studio, Sports Byline USA. It is uh, Tuesday at 9.40. That's when we catch up with uh, co-hosting this segment. Karen Lyle, salesporttalk.com. Once again, salesporttalk.com. Karen, back in studio. It's been over a year. You're looking good. How you doing? I am doing great. I'm so glad to be able to see you in person and not be on the phone, subject to cutoffs from cell phone <laughs> droppages and other things like that. Right. And um, so um, if you think about it, how many, we've been doing this more than two years now, right? 
Yes, it has been more than two years. It was it started April fourth, in two thousand nineteen. All right. So uh, no guests today. So if you'd like to call in, it's one eight hundred eight seven eight play. Since I haven't seen you, you were able to get out on that. What's the name of your boat again? My boat is called Sandpiper. But this last weekend, I went on Eric Jones's boat, Valor. Mm. And so we went sailing on Saturday and Sunday and took groups of people. I mean, like 15 people. Wow. And that was an amazing thing to have that many people on the boat. You know, But everybody was vaccinated, so That's we all good. went sailing out, out the Golden Gate out to Point Bonita. How nice. I had two boats, but they both sank. They did. Yeah, Titanic and Lusitania. <laughs> I know, it wasn't very good. So um, just for you, because I've, maybe you can answer this question for me. A few times in the last few weeks, I've been like driving down the hill in the East Bay, and I see ships out there, or boats, I should say, out there, and they always seem to be in packs. And I always think, is there some sort of regatta? Is there some sort of race? Because if I was sailing, I would want to be as far away at, from somebody else just because I want to be, you know, on my own. But the other thing is, is I don't want to be bumping into anybody. So why are they all packed up? Well, usually if you see a group of boats sailing, it's a, a race or, or a regatta. Um, and there have been races. I mean, the yacht clubs are back organizing races. And, and so those are happening every weekend. But there's also this phenomenon. I mean, when we were, um, my my part, my boat partner Michael and I were sailing during the pandemic, and there was like two boats out there in the entire bay. Wow. They were right next to us, and I I, I uh, couldn't figure out why that was, you know, because mm-hmm. here we had this whole bay, <laughs> and somehow they just get attracted. <laughs> That's like when you go to a movie theater, and then there's maybe three people in the theater, but someone sits next to you. Yeah, what's that's with what, that? <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> what's with that? By the way, we got the two webcam shot going on here on Twitch TV as well. Search for Sports Byline. You can see uh, Karen as well. By the way, on the uh, Twitch stream chat, um, three different um, uh, bots have said, want to become famous by followers and viewers. If you buy followers and viewers, does that really make you famous? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> I remember one time when we first got Twitter here at Sports Byline, overnight we went from like 50 followers to like 10,050. And then I looked at them and they were all in Bulgaria. And so I made fun of them on the air and the next day they were all gone. Aww. I think people can see when it's fake. All right, back to yeah. salesporttalk.com. How, what have been some of the challenges for your company during these times uh, when you – we're just mostly theoretically out on the waves. You mean for Salesport Talk? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think actually because we do an audio broadcast, it's been similar to when I'm traveling, like when I was in Europe and I was calling into the show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was similar in that way. It didn't it didn't really feel different to do the show. I think what was what was different was that I was having to cover the pandemic effects on sailors. You know, we had, for example, if you remember, um, I had all those sailors that were caught in the Mediterranean um, and also in the Caribbean who couldn't bring their their boats home to the different countries when the when the pandemic first broke out because all of the harbors were closed. Mm. And so I had someone reporting for us out in Madeira 
and um, and then we had Madeira, we had, Portugal. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and we had um, the BAP Union, which was the which is the three hundred and seventy nine foot tall ship that came here to the Bay Area, but it was down in um, in Peru, and they were using the ship to to care for and feed and house the first responders in areas where they didn't have housing in Peru. And and Peru has really been hit hard by the pandemic. I mean, this has been a a hard thing. Well, yeah, as as we say, like, if we're not in the hospital, we really have no right to complain. But that doesn't mean that we didn't go through our own little heartbreaks. I know that you had your heart set on going to New Zealand for the America's Cup. You had gotten your approval and uh, that dream was stolen from you. But uh, as I said, you know, most people had things much, much worse. But still, that was a real thing. And uh, and uh, it, it sucks that you didn't get to go. So being that New Zealand brought it home, uh, when will be the next America's Cup? Because it will be down there again, right? Right. It'll be four years, and I hope to go then. No COVID mm-hmm. that we have to have effects from, hopefully. Right. And so be on to the next pandemic by then. Oh, no, no, don't <laughs> say that. Don't say that. <laughs> um, but for you, um, was it uh, bittersweet watching it or did you kind of just like, say accept it by saying, ah, I didn't go big deal. I'm just going to enjoy it. It was a hard decision. I actually made the decision. It would have been remotely possible. I mean, I had the border, the border permission from the from the government. I had the invitation from Prada and um they just didn't have room for me in the quarantine. But there was this thing that said, they told me that if seven days before I was supposed to be there, um, you know, for the quarantine, um, that if I asked for an emergency request because everybody had approved and they wanted me there, mm-hmm. that I that I could do it. And what happened was on that seventh day, that was the day that there was 72 hours breakout of COVID in oh. New Zealand. And I thought, you know, I could be here in quarantine in a in a hotel for fourteen days and then not be able to go, mm-hmm. and so I was the one who decided not to go because I just felt like the risk was that I I might not be able to actually leave the hotel and 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 go somewhere if something happened. It was just too uncertain. So you're saying on the seventh day thou doth rest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I decided to stay here, and I think I went sailing. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Tittle and Karen Lyle in studio, salesporttalk.com, Piano Finders, guest line 1-800-87A-PLAY. Speaking of Piano Finders, um, you did us a little solid on the side. One of your uh, clients is Nick Nurse, the head coach of the uh, Toronto Raptors, a guy who brought the uh, championship there, much to our shock around here in the Bay Area, but uh, very deserving um, and uh, I had him for two segments, and it was very interesting because this was a guy who, this is a guy who not only is a great basketball coach, but he has spent so much time in Europe uh, as a coach, especially in England. So it was fun for me to spend basically a half hour uh, speaking with them. So how has the, uh, what's the piano business been like? I mean, I'm sure that got hit hard. Well, it, it, it so Nick, just talking about Nick in particular, is that we've actually become quite good friends, and um, he's he's a real Thelonious Monk fan, mm-hmm. and um, and we have a um, a piano that we're we're working on obtaining, and we're having to bid for it, so it's not something that is mm. easily won, and it's been a long saga, and so we've been talking probably every 
three or four days, and you know, it's I've a monk. Been, piano. I've been I've been reading I've been reading his his book, which he sent me a a, a copy of, mm-hmm. and we've been talking about music and travel and all kinds of things. So he'll be doing a strategy or something like that, and he'll he'll text me at like eleven o'clock at night and say, "Hey, I I you know want to talk for a minute." <laughs> And so we've been talking about music, but he wow. just—he's really—it's a Thelonious Monk piano that he's after. Um, he, that's one of the things that mm. he's looking for. Yes. Didn't you have an Elton John red piano? That's why he called me initially, oh, okay. and then we got to talking about it, and it just became no, it was Monk. That was mm. that was what he what has has his heart set on. How about a Little Richard or a Jerry Lee Lewis piano? Prince would be another one. Mm. Yeah. Well, and you remember when we first started this, it was music and sports, right? Before Salesport Talk came along back in 2015, and I was taking uh, interviews that you and Ron Barr had done with uh, Barry Zito and Bernie Williams about music and then making these little sport, these little music and sports segments. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of interesting to have it come back and to be actually being a music and sports again with, with Nick. You know, it's funny when I was in uh, Greenwich, um, I was I saw the first ever clock that was made that could uh, go out to sea and keep time, and that's because in the old days people could tell their uh, latitude, but they could never tell their longitude once they lost sight of, of land. They never knew how far east and west they were going from Europe, and it took decades to create a clock because if you think about all the levers, once the ship starts moving, the clock gets thrown off. So with that in mind, when was the first piano on a boat putting it together? <laughs> <laughs> well, a cruise ships have have pianos. Right. And so so certainly Piano Finders has mm. been involved in obtaining pianos for cruise so ships. So do you, as a sailor, do you spit on cruise liners and mock them, or do you think it's fantastic travel? You know, I really feel like anything on the water, no matter what hmm. size, whether it's a little dinghy or a rowboat or a kayak or a large cruise ship is great. Because I just like being on the water. I mean, you're dealing with tides and currents and wind, no matter what size the boat is. I mean, the experience is different, of course. Right. I mean, I can dance on a boat. So then I get to put my, my loves together of mm-hmm. being on a boat just, with the piano and live band and dancing, right? Just don't dance on the kayak. I can, I can dance on a, on a, you know, anything from 20 feet above, any, any keelboat. Yeah, so I usually do. I was dancing this weekend on on Valor. I always think it's amazing to me because I'm a history guy, and uh, you know, reading these books about you know, like maybe going back to uh, you know the Revolutionary War and going up to like Lake George, and they would have these shipwrights, and they go, okay, well we have to get across the water. Well, let's just build some ships, and they start cutting down trees. And I'm like, how do you? And I, I would just figure for me, I would take a bunch of logs and tie them all together and make a raft. But they actually would just like, okay, we need to build some ships now. It's just. A part of our human history, isn't it? Right. Well, I was studying when I was in Zanzibar. I got to go and see how they were building the dows and using traditional methods that they've been using for thousands of years. And I found this this book because I was just kind of searching all the bookstores in Zanzibar. I always like to go to bookstores wherever I am to mm-hmm. see what's what's unique. Sure. And there was a um, a historian from Zanzibar who was one of the local uh, university professors or something, who had um, written about 
the early Tao history. And really, it was about reeds. They mm. would tie the reeds together, and everything would always be sinking. So there was this whole concept that the you know the boat is going to always have water, and it's going to be sinking. And then you 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 bail. tie it, or, yeah, you tie bail and tie it <laughs> up. And and so in the Tao's in Zanzibar, they do they do have the 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 issue of of sinking and having to pull them up and having to caulk them and things like that. So. Just just know that whenever you, it's always going to be fascinating when you can start a sentence with, well, when I was in Zanzibar, that sounds a lot better than saying, well, when I was in San Leandro, it sounds better. <laughs> Depends on where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, check it out online, salesporttalk.com. Good to see you, Karen. Good to see you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back, y'all. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. 
They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Ah, uh, thanks for that. And, uh, you know, as my uh, football team moved to Vegas, but I'm still excited about things they do because I still love them. The A's haven't moved <laughs> to Vegas yet. <laughs> but they've uh, called up one of their uh, top prospects, an outfielder named Luis Barrera, who... Um, I believe is going to wear number one. He did in spring training. 25 years old, uh, native of uh, Tamboril in the Dominican Republic. But uh, so far at uh, AAA, um, which hasn't had a lot of games, but uh, he's uh, hitting 349. This is a guy that uh, has been talked about a lot over the last few years. He's uh, very speedy as well. And... Um, you know, it's, that's the thing is that I'm always going to be uh, excited. Uh, you know, people ask me, are you still going to be a fan if they move, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what What am I going to do? You know, get a new team. Um, they still have this kid, Robert Poisson, a, a shortstop who's 17 years old, who's, uh, you know, they got Nick Allen, who's a very exciting shortstop, who's uh, all gloves, their first-round pick a couple of years ago out of Clemson, Logan Davidson. He's a shortstop uh, as well. But the thing about Barrera is he had an uh, injury to his non-throwing right shoulder, and it, it uh, had surgery, and it cost him a, uh, a year. But uh, he came back and basically destroyed the Texas League, was MVP as well, hit uh, 321. And then Tyler Soderstrom, the high school kid who was the best uh, catcher, uh, a high school catcher in the draft. He was the California high school player of the year. He's 18 years old. So there's always, there should, unless your team stinks, there should always be exciting kids in the system. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Supreme Court announced that it would hear a Mississippi case appealing for the right to ban abortions after 15 weeks. If the court rules in the state's favor, it would allow states to enact abortion bans, dramatically rolling back the Roe v. Wade ruling in 1973. 39 million families will begin receiving a monthly child benefit of $250 per kid, $300 per kid under 6, starting July 15th. Under the recently passed COVID-19 stimulus package, the child tax credit was increased to $3,600 per child under the age of 6 and $3,000 per child ages 6 to 17. An army of firefighters continue to battle a suspicious 1,325-acre brush fire in Pacific Palisades, California, Monday, as evacuation orders affecting about 1,000 people remained in effect. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Grissetti announced that one person is in custody in connection with the fire and is being treated for smoke inhalation. USA Radio News. Recently, President Trump was talking about the big news networks, and here's what he said. We have others that come along, and they're doing well, and uh, uh, Newsmax has been really good, and, you know, others are coming along. Many Americans agree. Newsmax TV is really good. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. You should, too. And find hit shows with Greg Kelly, Grant Stinchfield, Sean Spicer, and Lindsey Keith. Tune in tonight for Newsmax's newest show with Steve Cortez. It's called Cortez and Pellegrino. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. Plus, get Newsmax free on most smart TVs and OTT devices like Roku, Pluto, Zumo, and Amazon Fire. Millions have already downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. So start watching America's fastest growing cable news channel. Because Newsmax is real news for real people. The dirty drug test by the winner of the Kentucky Derby has New York size repercussions. Dan Rocky from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. The trainer of Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit has been suspended from entering horses in races in New York, including the upcoming Belmont Stakes. The New York Racing Association announced the temporary suspension for Bob Baffert while they investigated Medina Spirit's failed drug test following the Derby. Officials say they were also taking into account Baffert's five other violations in the last 13 months for impermissible medications found in his racehorses. On May 14th, Medina Spirit passed all of the pre-race drug tests administered to him and was given final clearance to run in the Preakness, where the Dark Bay Colt finished third. An advisory sent out by the Federal Aviation Administration is suggesting airline passengers may be asked to step on a scale at the airport or share how much they weigh before boarding a flight. Data airlines uses to measure passenger weight to ensure safety on board may be outdated as the obesity rates in the United States has increased. This is USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. President Biden is pushing for a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas deadly conflict. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. President Biden wants a ceasefire between Israel and the Hamas terrorists in the Gaza Strip. The president speaking with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu as the conflict between the Israelis and Palestinians moves into its second week. As far as the United States' role in this conflict, Dan Senior is a former policy advisor to Mitt Romney's 2012 presidential campaign. He tells 
CBS this morning. They do not appear to want to get dragged into the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And again, they do not appear to want to start, you know, negotiating with Hamas. So I think they will play a role, but not a lead role. I think you should look for Egypt right now. Historically, Egypt has, you know, played an intermediary role in bringing down the temperature in these situations. Israel's military is ranked 16th in the world. By comparison, the United States ranks number one, followed by Russia, China, India, France, and Britain. Representative Matt Gates, a Republican from Florida, legal and political problems are intensifying as his former associate pleaded guilty on Monday to sex trafficking a minor and agreed to cooperate with federal prosecutors. Joel Greenberg, a former Florida County official and close confidant of Gates, confessed in court to six federal criminal counts, including fraud, stalking, and aggravated identity theft. Gates was not mentioned during the plea hearing Monday morning, nor in the 86-page agreement between Greenberg and prosecutors. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, thank you so much, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, there have been uh, more than 1,500 Division I college basketball players that have entered the transfer portal this offseason, and the overwhelming majority of them are irrelevant when it comes to impact makers. No offense. But there's one who's really good, (laughs) and that's the Pac-12 scoring champ, Remy Martin. Yep, just like the drink. And I'm an Arizona State fan, and I watched Remy Martin last year enter the NBA draft and then pull out. Well, he's doing that again because now that he's going to be graduating and has one year left. He's going to be transferring to Bill Self's Kansas program in case the draft situation doesn't work out for him. But right now, Kansas is bragging, as they should, a guy who's averaged more than 19 points a game in back-to-back years, that they basically 
Kansas now has moved from 11th in the preseason rankings up to the top three because of this news. But I'll just tell you, Kansas, that bringing in Remy Martin does not mean he's going to play for you. But it is an interesting thing, and I'm glad kids have this option instead of like finding out that no one wants you and you've given up your eligibility. But uh, Remy Martin's days in Tempe now uh, have uh, finished. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. We got guests all this hour, but uh, lines will uh, open up in the middle of the uh, third hour. But uh, big shout out to our troops listening on American Forces Radio Network. As always, 500 outlets, 177 countries. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. You can even order at O'ReillyAuto.com and we'll deliver it curbside. Protect your engine from sludge and wear at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you don't know how to do something, don't think that Google can solve everything. Instead, it makes a lot more sense to pay a few hundred dollars or even a few thousand to have an expert who's been successful teach you how to do it. Because even though additional education will cost you money up front, it will more than pay for itself. Free courses are available, but they only scratch the surface. Paying to dig deep into a topic and really learn is the best bet. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere, plus top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business Month savings. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie. 
your home for everything home. Download the app today. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Nizar Ibrahim, and he, uh, well, let's just say today is not just any old day. It is International Dinosaur Day. (laughs) What does that mean for you, Nizar? Hey, thanks for having me. Well, You know, I think dinosaurs are probably the most popular animals out there. Everybody loves dinosaurs, so it only makes sense to celebrate them. Um, And so, yeah, we've got International Dinosaur Day, and we also have Dinomania, which is a month-long celebration of all things dinosaurs. Um, And, uh, yeah, this is our first annual National Geographic Dinomania. Yes, uh, natgeokids.com, Dinomania, and it is the month of May. You can add a little Y in there as well. But for you as a, uh, uh, an expert when it comes to this type of thing, what is it like when you go to places and, and actually dig up dinosaur bones? I mean, does that just kind of make all those years of studying late night and going to class early in the morning, it just makes it all worthwhile? Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, um, it's an incredibly rewarding uh, job. I get to do all of those incredible things, not just digging up dinosaurs, which is amazing. You know, when you're excavating a fossil, it's a truly magical moment. You're excavating something that no other person has ever seen before. And if you're lucky, you'll find something that is going to rewrite the dinosaur textbook. Um, so that's a fun part of my job. But I also get to, you know, I teach um, anatomy, for example. I also... Uh, you know, do a lot of speaking engagements, you know, sharing my, my passion for science and exploration with people all around the world. Um, so, you know, uh, my life is never boring. It's, um, it is always something fun to do. And, um, you know, when you're working on dinosaurs, it's always a pretty easy sell, you know, because as I said, we all love dinosaurs. Now, you know, I talked about going to places like North Africa, but correct me if I'm wrong, the Tyrannosaurus rex, that was mostly... In North America, I guess coming over the the Bering Land Bridge a little bit, but uh, we're we're talking about. Uh, I mean, you could find a T Rex in California, right? Yeah, T Rex had a pretty wide um, uh, geographical range, uh, all the way from from Canada down to Texas. Um, but it was a North American dinosaur, and so the reason why I spend a lot of time digging up dinosaurs in Africa is that we really know very little about Africa's age of dinosaurs. So most of the dinosaurs we're all familiar with, um, you know, animals like T-Rex or Triceratops or Stegosaurus or Diplodocus are North American dinosaurs. So we kind of have a a very, you know, biased view of the world of dinosaurs. Um, But now we have contributions coming in from places like China and Argentina, um, uh, Australia, and and Africa. And Africa, for me, is kind of the final frontier. It's uh, our planet's second largest landmass. 
um, and it's full of undiscovered treasures. And so that's what keeps me going back to um, the Sahara in particular in northern Africa. Now, we know the T-Rex is big, but tell us a little bit about the Spinosaurus, because this was the largest carnivore to ever walk, and should I say swim the Earth as well? <laughs> yeah, um, Spinosaurus is a really strange uh, predator. Uh, it was even longer than a T-Rex, so it was a bigger predatory dinosaur. Um, but that's not the most interesting thing about this animal. The most interesting thing about Spinosaurus is that um, it was a water-loving dinosaur. So we now have a pretty good idea of what Spinosaurus looked like. It had long, slender jaws like a crocodile with conical teeth, which are great to catch slippery prey like fish. Uh, it had a giant sail on its back. It had a paddle-like tail, which would have propelled it through the water. Um, uh, Spinosaurus had very dense bone, uh, which is something you see in manatees, for example, and other water-dwelling animals. Uh, the dense bone helped in buoyancy control. Um, so this was a dinosaur with all these uh, incredible and very specialized anatomical adaptations. And... Um, it was, you know, a first in the world of dinosaurs. We used to think that dinosaurs were only land-dwelling animals, um, but here we are. Uh, we have a, a, a water-loving river monster dinosaur. Um, spinosaurs lived in what is now the Sahara Desert. Um, it's just that when Spinosaurus was alive, the Sahara Desert was actually home to huge river systems um, stretching all across northern Africa, a really big place, basically an area the size of the United States. So that's a really big river system. Pretty cool. A couple more questions for Nizar Ibrahim. Um, I've been lucky enough to go to some really good museums, and I think about, you know, of course, the dinosaurs at the Met in, in Manhattan, but I, I'm sure that you've been to, you know, Kensington and London to the Natural History Museum and some of these other places. So what, what for you is sort of your, your quintessential best dinosaur museum? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, there are quite a few really great uh, dinosaur museums, and I think, you know, the American Museum in, uh, of Natural History in New York is certainly, um, you know, one of the top places. Uh, the Field Museum in Chicago is also really good. I would say that if I had to pick the best natural history museum, so not just dinosaurs but also other things, it would have to be the Natural History Museum in London, um, not just because of the amazing exhibits but also because the entire building looks like, you know, a cathedral of natural history mm-hmm. with, you know, intricate carvings of animals on all the walls, and it's a pretty incredible place. When I was in the Natural History Museum in London, I remember there was a space that just had all these jars that had preserved embryos and and I, I to me it looked like they had thousands of jars of things that they haven't even identified what the hell it is yet how, how much out there do you think that we still don't know about well it, you know it's it's interesting that you mentioned this because it's true you know um and and you know the jars that you mentioned that's only a very small sample mm. of uh the museum collections because they only have a small portion of their collections on display so if you go behind the scenes so to speak there are, you know, many, many thousands of specimens. And um, you're right, some of them have not been identified yet. In fact, some really exciting dinosaur discoveries were made inside museum collections, you know, because people just uh, looked at bones. They were sitting in museum collections and, you know, bones that had never been scientifically described. Um, so natural history museums have a really important role to play here. You know, they're basically the guardians for this incredible ancient heritage. But... Um, you know, it takes a lot of time to, to describe and study all of those things. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There are thousands of specimens that have never been um, described or identified. 
And and just as an aside, as someone who's into this and paleontology, and I think about, you know, like I mentioned, the National History Museum, all those pickled uh, animals and embryos in jars, can we find clues to the origin of just this latest pandemic and some of those jars and some of those bat corpses and things like that? Can we find clues? Yeah, in fact, the uh, bat collections at the Natural History Museum um, are now a big focus of research because they have all of these specimens um, from all across the world, and uh, we can now study them. You know, we can look at the soft tissue, we can extract DNA, we can do all sorts of things with these specimens. Um, and that's another reason why these museum collections are so important. You know, they tell us a lot about you know the geographical distribution of animals at certain points in time, so we can look at you know, how the geographical range of certain animals uh, became smaller and smaller over time. We can uh, use it for, you know, DNA sampling now, of course. Um, We can study things like changes in climate. Some of the specimens preserve information on, you know, past climate. Um, So it's a real treasure trove of information. And yes, I absolutely think that um, museum collections will play an important role in uh, identifying some of the likely you know, scenarios for the uh, early appearance of, of um, SARS-CoV-2, the, the virus that, that causes COVID-19. Fascinating stuff. I could talk to you all day, but we're out of time. Everyone check out Nizar Ibrahim, our guest, at natgeokids.com slash dinomania. Nizar, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Sure. It was a real pleasure. All thanks right. for having me. No doubt. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Violent. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease. 
and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job and, uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, a couple of filmmakers with us right now behind the new film, The Penny Black, which will be opening in select cinemas on Friday and then June 1st, video on demand. We have director Joe Saunders and producer Alex Greer. Joe, let's start with you. I like the subtitle of the penny back, a documentary noir. I've never heard that uh, that term before. Um, so this is nonfiction. Uh, what, what's the subject here? Uh, well, it's about this, um, this kid in Los Angeles who was given a million-dollar stamp collection by a neighbor that he hardly knew and asked to hold the stamp collection for two weeks while the neighbor went out of town. And the neighbor never returned. So the Penny Black, the, the documentary, the Penny Black, is basically trying to answer the questions: who this neighbor is, why did he give his million-dollar stamp collection to a neighbor he didn't know, and what should will our subject do with the stamps? Now, uh, Alex is with us. He's the producer, Alex Gur. Alex, when we take a look into this, um, did you ever get filled with any trepidation that uh, if crimes had been committed? Maybe you might find out something that people wouldn't want you to know about. Oh, all the time. Uh, we had to take out an insurance policy really early on in the filming uh, that we had to write down everything that could possibly happen for insurance purposes. Any 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 bad turn that we could possibly take, we called it our uh, our stabbing insurance, just in case we can't, if we came upon something <laughs> that turned out really bad. Where did you get the idea for this, Joe? 
Well, I mean, this so this happened. Uh, Will, our subject, um, is a friend of a friend of Alex's, and we were all eating brunch one day in, in Los Angeles, and Will just told the table this incredible story. You know, this, my neighbor came over and gave me this incredible stamp collection, um, and Alex and I were just wrapping up a, a previous documentary we had made, and I just asked, hey, can I come over and take my camera and ask you a few questions, thinking at this point that the neighbor was going to come back, and this would just be a very strange, short story of things that happened in L.A., but um, it, it ended up going on for more than six years. So the other thing is, Alex, as the film goes on, where do you sit with Will as far as being 100% honest with you <laughs> during the whole process? Well, that became the central inquiry of the entire story. Uh, and as we got deeper and deeper into things, we had to question more and more, uh, what are we being presented with here? What do we think uh, the honest angle is here? And in cutting together the film and telling the story, we just tried to recreate that uh, dizzying uh, cacophony of truth as accurately as we experienced it for the audience. That's funny. My podcast is called The Dizzying Cacophony, Cacophony of... Well, I can't even say it right. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> well, I want a royalty then. All right, good. Uh, and Joe, just as an aside, I know you worked uh, with NFL Films and so uh, and won an Emmy. What, what, did you ever work on Hard Knocks? And the other question is, what did you learn from, from uh, the Sables? Yeah, this is, I mean, yes, I, I worked on the very first Hard Knocks, actually. Um, I was there when, when it became a, a thing. And um, that was really exciting because we, you know, didn't really have the formula yet. We knew we didn't want it to be like typical reality TV. Um, obviously, it wasn't going to be like a competitive um, show like Survivor or something like that. So, you know, we really decided to, to stick with the fly on the wall approach. Um, and I, I think it turned out great. And the Sables, oh, man. I mean, I, I learned more from Steve while, while he was there um, than Ed. I, I met Ed a few times, but Steve is such a great guy. And I, I bring this up all the time, and it's such a terrible – I learned so much from the man. But this is the thing that has stuck with me uh, throughout filming. And Alex knows I say this all the time. Um, there was – we were watching down some, uh, you, know, you know, a bunch of players doing something. Maybe it was for Hard Knocks. I'm not sure. And suddenly a bunch of the players started laughing for no apparent reason. And Steve asked, what are they laughing at? And nobody knew. And he goes, just throw a fart in there. <laughs> and so we did, and it was hilarious. And that's, I mean, the guy was so brilliant with how to tell a story and how to accent a story and how to sweeten a story. And, um, yeah, and, and, and you know, he, he wasn't afraid to go uh, for low humor. <laughs> He'd be the cop that would plant evidence then. <laughs> Probably, but also I, want, I wanted to tell you, Rick. Um, my dad used to coach the Raiders. I know you're a, a Raiders fan, um, but my dad is Al Saunders. Oh he was wow! There for a few years, he was a ball boy back in the day. He was. You know that story, yeah? Yeah. No, yeah. I I talked to your dad a lot. I remember at camp we were talking about Darius Hayward Bay, and 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 he said because he was running alongside him, and and he was so excited. And I go, what what what's up with you and DHB? And he said. It's like when your daughter does a piano recital. You're so excited when she pulls it off. I just love the enthusiasm of that guy. You know, he was ageless. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's he's um, he's finally starting to get a little older in retirement. He's starting to show his grades a little bit more, but he still has as much enthusiasm for doing the lawn as he did for um, you know coaching his his team. Yeah, and you know what's funny is that just watching him on the sideline, I always thought that he looked like he had the personality of a fried lobster. But then when I got to know him, he was a sweetheart. Yeah, he's he's a really really generous and, and kind man, and was terrified that. Uh, Alex and I were, were doing this documentary <laughs> while we were filming it. Well, that's the thing, Alex. You know, this neighbor was Russian, and not to besmirch all people from Russia, but you think about the underworld and and uh, crime with uh, everything going on since the uh, the Cold War ended. Did, did you ever kind of think that you might get a call from a guy named Yuri? <laughs> oh, most definitely. And there was, uh, you know, a good six or seven years of producing this thing where you would walk around West Hollywood looking over your shoulder. There's a, a scene that didn't make it into the final cut of the movie where we went and uh, spoke with the Glendale Police Department, which had had a big sting on the Russian mafia, uh, you know, about like a decade or so ago. Uh, and they were just telling us the stories of what these guys do and what they're capable of. And it was chilling, to say the least. So, um, I, obviously, we can't give away the movie, but uh, Joe, I, when, it, when it all came to, to fruition, what was Will's reaction? Um, that was something that Alex and I were uh, eagerly anticipating um, because, you know, depending on, you know, many factors, you, you come away with different opinions of Will. And um, we were worried that he wouldn't like the light that we were shining on him. But um, he loves it. He loves it pro- probably as much as Alex and I. And um, I, I think I think that's because it captures such an important part of his life and his story with his father. And um, I think we did that justice and, and that we didn't um, elaborate, you know, or, or, or push it in a direction where, um, you know, it was too sensitive for him. Um, we, we kept it right where he wanted it. And we also, I think, did his character justice. I mean, he's, he's a really... Um, hard person to pin, pin down, I and mean, he's really smart and intelligent, but also kind of slippery, and um, you know loves to kind of loves to play games that only he enjoys. So it was um, it was a challenge to get him right, but I think I think we did a good job. And we just have about a minute. So Alex, when you produce something like this and you get a director, how much of it? I know you guys get these titles and it's a collaboration, but how much of it do you have to pull away and just let Joe direct and? Try not to meddle, but your name is on the project. What's that like walking that line? Yeah, well, Joe and I have a really interesting working relationship. We've been working together for like 10 years, uh, and we really move uh, seamlessly back and forth in creative decisions with one another. Uh, you know, Joe obviously took the lead on this one uh, with me providing as much uh, input as I, as I possibly could. But, um, I mean, we have a really strong history and a really uh, solid working relationship based on trust. So there's no issue in, in letting go of the reins at all. I know Joe can take it in the direction that needs to go. The film is called The Penny Black, a documentary noir from Circus Road Films and 1091. It is available Friday in select cinemas, and uh, everybody can see it streaming on June 1st. We've been speaking with the director, Joe Saunders, and the producer, Alexander Greer. Gentlemen, congratulations on the film, and uh, stop for dropping. Uh, thanks for stopping by. And uh, Joe, your dad your dad probably won't remember me, but tell him I said hi. I will. I will. Thanks, Rick. All right. Uh, good stuff. And uh, that's the thing. When you do these 
uh, subjects when you start to deal with crime. I always wonder, with like investigative reporters, it's one thing if you're 60 minutes and you bring the might of the Columbia Broadcasting Service, you know, and <laughs> just say CBS News, and you're like, ah, they don't want any. But if you're just a filmmaker <clears throat> and you call somebody up and say, yeah, what was the deal with that thing? Uh, you, the guy never came home. Yeah, who wants to know? Uh, that, that, that's where it can get a little bit uh, dicey, uh, to say the least. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we will come on back with Bruce Marshall right here on Titillating Sports. boxes and then seven. Oh, hello? Hi. I just wanted to call in and find out when... Whitney's warehouse foreman just retired, and the replacement needs to move to fulfillment. Guys, can we get the dock cleared now? Indeed can help her hire the people she needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. And now today's cleaning tip from Tubitow's heavy-duty cleaning wipes. Most people are disinfecting more frequently these days. But did you know there's a difference between disinfecting and cleaning? Cleaning is the first step before disinfecting and is needed on a regular basis to remove germs, dirt, and dust from surfaces. Plus, keeping a clean surface helps minimize the growth of future germs. And now a word from Tubitow's. At Tub of Towels, we started with the toughest messes and quickly realized Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes can clean just about anything, like stubborn brake dust, spilled paint, even permanent marker. There's literally thousands of uses. Proudly made in the USA with over 30,000 five-star reviews. Find Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes at your local auto parts store, the Home Depot, Lowe's, and more. Look for the big yellow tub. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Can I get a chair that'll turn my home office into a corner office? It's possible. 
How about a PC that'll help me get the most out of my day and my budget? Staples Connect makes it possible with the tools you need to work from home. And now, get up to $140 off select PCs and up to $100 off select chairs. Explore what's new at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 522, in-store only, limit two, while supplies last. Details at staplesconnect.com slash weekly ad. As Gotch brings it in, Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marlowe scores! cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on AFN. That's the American Forces Network. And it is Tuesday in the second hour. We'd like to catch up with our buddy Bruce Marshall. He runs the Gold Sheet in Las Vegas for all your prognostication breakdowns. But we'd like to talk hockey with Bruce. And um, by the way, speaking of Patrick Marlowe, we just heard the uh, little clip there. Um, he got Gordie Howe's old stick. All his stuff is in the Hockey Hall of Fame, which was a fantastic moment for him. But, uh, Bruce, the Kraken, we'll get into the playoffs in a second, the Kraken have signed an actual kid, and uh, it's a long process, but I, what that means is it is no longer just like a, you know, a picture on the Internet. They're, they're a real team now, aren't they? They are. They're starting to get players, and uh, the, the existing teams are already getting uh, – moving the deck chairs around to see who's going to be available when the expansion draft comes up, uh, which will be uh, not too far down the road here. Uh, one day I'll make an early prediction here that uh, Jonathan Quick will be the opening night goalie for the Kraken uh, when they play their first game. I, I don't think the Kings are going to protect him with Cal Peterson uh, moving forward. And the, he's sort of, well, you know, the flurry mold from what uh, the uh, – Gold Knights did a few years ago, although Quick's a little further in his career, maybe not quite what Flurry was then. But one prediction there for me. But this is going to be interesting because the Golden Knights set the bar pretty high, and they've given the parameters are kind of the same here for Seattle. So let's see what sort of deals Ron Francis can do before they start. And uh, what I want to see, though, this name is really cool. We've talked about this in the past, Rick, but I don't want to just see an S with a fancy design and an S. I want to see the Kraken itself because that's a pretty fierce-looking logo. So let's see that Kraken on these uh, Seattle shirts and not just that fancy S. I can't wait to see it. Very interesting. All right, let's talk about the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, which have already uh, kicked off in anger, and I'll just get your uh, quick little thumbnail on these opening round games. Uh, Pittsburgh versus the Isles, and uh, the Islanders got off to a great start. The underdogs... With that uh, overtime victory, they lead the series one nothing. Game two will be uh, um, actually starting here uh, very soon. Well, what's your prediction on that one? I think the Islanders are in, in good shape here. Winning, obviously, they got home ice back after winning uh, the first game. I thought, except for the second period in game one, Rick, the Islanders outskated the Penguins, which surprised me a little bit. But they looked more likely to win that game. 
and then Palmieri scoring. There's another guy. There's a midseason addition. Remember last year it was J.G. Peugeot that came in and uh, and started to help the Lyles late in when they got in the bubble last year. He was a real factor, and maybe Palmieri's going to do that again. If uh, they get Sorokin was okay in goal the other day, as long as they get the goalie work, I think they've got the edge here. Remember, Barry Trott swept Mike Sullivan and the Penguins in 2019 in the playoffs. Um, so that's five straight postseason wins for the Isles. I don't know if this is going to be a sweep, but I have a feeling the Islanders are going to advance out of this series. Very interesting. The Caps versus the uh, the Bruins, and uh, we've had blood drawn both ways. Exciting, very low-scoring, uh, tense overtime games as well, and uh, we'll have uh, Game 3 tomorrow. How do you see that one? Yeah, Rick, boy, this looks like the best. This has seven games written all over it. Um, you know, this series on an edge both first two games went into overtime we i think we talked long ago this season rick uh, about that we thought at the time that it was a pretty useful signing by washington to get craig anderson in goal now that was necessitated by the lundquist having to sit out the year uh so uh, peter laviolette was scrambling for another goalie they had the other uh, kids in there and vanisic's done fairly well but it's nice to have a veteran guy like that in the to fall back on, so they may have to go with Anderson here, and he might be up to it. But I, I think this is this series is too tough to call, Rick. The first two games are going to be, I think, what every game in this series looks like. And uh, hang on for the ride in this one. No doubt, I agree with you. Um, looking at the Central Carolina and the uh, the Preds, and uh, the uh, the Canes didn't have much problems in the uh, the first game, game two tomorrow. What do you think? Yeah, that surprised me a bit and disappointed me a bit because I thought the Preds were sort of my upset pick here. They had played very well down the stretch, 19-7-1, uh, the last 27 games to get to the playoffs. UC, UC Soros had been the hottest goalie in the league. They had finally reversed a season-long uh, problem they have with Carolina by winning two games in the last week against the Canes, although the Canes may have been just kind of coasting at that point. Maybe that was the case. Nashville doesn't win game two. I think this could be a quick series. Uh, I won't count them out yet because they were playing so well, but um, they better win game two because um, even if you're you're coming home, uh, Carolina looks like it may be reasserting its edge in this rivalry. By the way, are you a little bit surprised that these first-rounders are all best-of-sevens when you think about how they you know, tried to truncate things? Or do you think it's uh, – I mean, it obviously makes more money for the league, but are, are you a bit surprised that these are all game sevens? I mean, a seven-game best-ofs? Yeah, you thought this year maybe they'd go five in the first round, but yeah, there is money, and it's starting to, you know, the travel's not too bad here in the first round. So, um, you know, I guess it's, I'm okay with it. And it's sort of it's starting to feel like real real thing a little bit now. I mean, this, series, this season got kind of ragged at the end. By the way, they're still playing two games up in the north between Calgary and Vancouver the next few days. It don't mean anything. So they're uh, <laughs> going on concurrently with the playoffs. But I'm... I'm kind of happy they're going with seven. I really am. Yeah, it's fascinating. The season doesn't even end until tomorrow up there. A couple more questions for Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet. The Panthers and the Lightning, and it's weird to see the Lightning as the number three seed, and the Lightning did squeak one out in game one and uh, game two tonight. How do you like it? I kind of like Tampa Bay here. I think Florida really, it was important for Florida to jump out quick, and they had the lightning on the ropes in the third period the other night, and then Tampa Bay came back. The ominous thing for Florida and the rest of the league, Stamkos back and also Nikita Kucherov. And uh, Kucherov had missed the whole season, but they had always sort of aimed for him to be ready by May. They probably could have 
brought him back a little bit earlier, but uh, he comes back and scores a couple of times in his uh, return game the other night. That is an ominous sign uh, for Florida, uh, for the teams that await in the Central, probably Carolina or Nashville and anybody else in the league, because now it looks like Tampa Bay is pretty close to full strength again, and uh, that was a warning shot. I, I think Florida's in big trouble. Can't get this win tonight, then uh, this might be a quick series. In the North, parenthetically, Canadian division, the Leafs and the Habs, they'll start on the Thursday, and you think about all that the Canadians have done throughout their history, and then you think about how starved the Leafs are, but the Leafs, you know, we talked about this before, they might be primed to finally break through. Does, uh, does Toronto win this series, Bruce? I think so, and it's more, well, a couple angles here. One, I just, you know, Montreal did not impress me at all with the, the coaching change, didn't have the desired effect there. I thought they pulled the plug too quick on Claude Julien and Dominique Ducharme. Nothing, they didn't improve any. They're just in the playoffs because Calgary and uh, and uh, Vancouver and Ottawa were worse. Um, as far as the Leafs go, maybe they just need to beat somebody. And, and this sort of reminds, in the playoffs, this sort of reminds me of the Washington Nationals a couple of years ago and MLB, Rick, they kept you know falling short, getting knocked out of the playoffs. They just had to win one series. They won that wild card game against the Brewers, and that triggered something, and they ended up winning the World Series. So maybe all Toronto needs to get momentum is to beat somebody in the playoffs, and I think they take care of the Canadians maybe quickly in them. Also in uh, Canada, you get the Oilers and the, uh, the Jets, and uh, we talked about how the Jets, they – didn't end their season on fire. And to me, it just seems like, well, McDavid and Dreisaitl, uh, Edmonton will win that. But it is a two and a three. So uh, should I ride off the Jets so quickly? Maybe not. I mean, I've a few people uh, that I respect and around the league seem to think Winnipeg has a chance here, although, you know, their late season form was not good. That always, that doesn't always carry over into the playoffs. And Vice versa, hot teams at the end, sometimes that doesn't carry through, and that might be Nashville's example in that series with the teams. But I, I think Edmonton probably has the edge here, as long as the goaltending is okay. That was sort of the question coming into the season, and then they got much better work than they were hoping for from Koskinen, and especially Mike Smith. So I think uh, probably Edmonton here. Uh, and Edmonton-Toronto series, you know, Austin Matthews versus McDavid, that would be kind of interesting up in the north if we get that in the next round. Wild Wild West, Avalanche already over the Blues. No surprise there. Kind of see it going the rest of the way that way. I think, although you know the Blues were hanging around that game last night, and once they got behind 2-1 to one there, they just, they just couldn't break through. And then Colorado scored a couple of times late. McKinnon looks like he's healthy again. Uh, Grubauer, interesting. Uh, he will be in the Vezda conversation. He looked very good in the opening game. Um, Colorado, to me, looks like the most solid team in the league. I think getting the top seed in the West, beating the Golden Knights in that game last week to get the top, effectively uh, give them in position to win the top seed, that momentum's going to carry through. St. Louis looks like they're in some trouble to me in this series. And finally, very surprising, the Wild in a game that was completely bereft of scoring. They win it one nothing. Over your night, I say your nights as a Vegas guy. Um, is this a one-off, or do you think the Wild can uh, build on this? I think the Golden Knights are in trouble, and I would point out, you know, in the regular season against the bottom four in the West, Arizona, San Jose, which the Knights beat every eight Elgate games, the Ducks and the Kings, the Golden Knights were 28-4 and four against those four. 
none of them are in the playoffs. I mean, they were they did not dominate the upper four, the other three in the division. In fact, they have now lost six of nine to the Wild, who might be the kryptonite for the Golden Knights. I don't know that this team has that extra something to win it all. And uh, I, this this is the matchup that flusters them, and uh, all of that traffic in front of the net. If Cam Talbot can keep playing like the way he did in Game One, I actually think Minnesota can win this series. I would not be surprised if that happened. Wow, that is huge. All right, uh, what is going on with the gold sheet lately? Yeah, boy, we're uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. We're excited about that. Picks every day. Basketball, and we're going to keep writing up these NBA playoff games every day in gold sheet basketball, and that starts tonight. Baseball, we got a little bit of soccer too. Some good games coming up, Rick. Then we got the Euros, I guess, in the summer. So it's always busy. Goldsheet.com, my picks are there. They're also at Vegas Insider and DonBest.com. There he is, Bruce Marshall, Goldsheet.com. Great talking to you, Bruce. Let's do it again next week, buddy. Okay, Ricky. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. your dog is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is maybe they seem slow or lethargic and maybe they just don't have energy wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life pet joy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products if your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want just let us know and we'll make it right totally risk-free what do you have to lose You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right, uh, hour three coming up. We're going to have a call from Denmark and also a fascinating author. Um, I feel bad. There is a defensive back who played at Austin P, named Wontarius Bryant. And he got a text from Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons said, hey, come on down to Flowery Branch, team headquarters. We're going to give you a tryout. Make your way on down. So he flew down, and when he arrived there, he found out he was victim of a hoax. Someone texted him the number from the Atlanta area code. He said, I don't know or understand why this has happened, but I do know that everything happens for a reason. Yes, this was heartbreaking for me, but just another stepping stone that I am not afraid to admit or overcome. At the end of the day, I will not. this will not make or break me. I will still continue to fight for my dreams because I know what I really want. That's beyond cruel. It really is. And um, this is a guy who was first team all Ohio Valley Conference and uh, a guy who had uh, three interceptions, uh, led the team in tackles. He can play. Uh, that's very frustrating for that kid. And the Falcons also were uh, very embarrassed. Uh, they said that he handled it with class, but they, yeah, they didn't, they're not interested in him. And I think about when um, the Irish national soccer team, Stephen Ireland, how about that for a name? He played for Ireland. And when they were about to <clears throat> play in the World Cup in Japan, uh, Stephen Ireland got a note that his grandfather had passed away. His grandfather raised him. So he had to fly home for the funeral. And when he got there, his girlfriend met him at the airport and said, your grandfather's fine, but I miss you. And I knew you wouldn't come home just because I said I miss you. And he's like, are you freaking kidding me? 
I thought my grandfather was dead all these days. She goes, well, I really missed you. So um, suffice to say, I hope he dumped that psycho. <laughs> but anyway, uh, back to this kid. That's just not funny. That's like a college prank, but that goes beyond the pale. It really does. All right, we got another hour coming up. We'll see you in a second. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Supreme Court announced that it would hear a Mississippi case appealing for the right to ban abortions after 15 weeks. If the court rules in the state's favor, it would allow states to enact abortion bans, dramatically rolling back the Roe v. Wade ruling in 1973. 39 million families will begin receiving a monthly child benefit of $250 per kid, $300 per kid under 6, starting July 15th. Under the recently passed COVID-19 stimulus package, the child tax credit was increased to $3,600 per child under the age of 6 and $3,000 per child ages 6 to 17. An army of firefighters continue to battle a suspicious 1,325-acre brush fire in Pacific Palisades, California, Monday, as evacuation orders affecting about 1,000 people remained in effect. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Grissetti announced that one person is in custody in connection with the fire and is being treated for smoke inhalation. USA Radio News. Recently, President Trump was talking about the big news networks, and here's what he said. We have others that come along, and they're doing well, and uh, uh, Newsmax has been really good, and, you know, others are coming along. Many Americans agree. Newsmax TV is really good. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. You should, too. And find hit shows with Greg Kelly, Grant Stinchfield, Sean Spicer, and Lindsey Keith. Tune in tonight for Newsmax's newest show with Steve Cortez. It's called Cortez and Pellegrino. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system. Tell them you want Newsmax, or you can switch. Plus, get Newsmax free on most smart TVs and OTT devices like Roku, Pluto, Zumo, and Amazon Fire. Millions have already downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. So start watching America's fastest growing cable news channel. Because Newsmax is real news for real people. The dirty drug test by the winner of the Kentucky Derby has New York size repercussions. Dan Rocky from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. The trainer of Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit has been suspended from entering horses in races in New York, including the upcoming Belmont Stakes. The New York Racing Association announced the temporary suspension for Bob Baffert while they investigated Medina Spirit's failed drug test following the Derby. Officials say they were also taking into account Baffert's five other violations in the last 13 months for impermissible medications found in his racehorses. On May 14th, Medina Spirit passed all of the pre-race drug tests administered to him and was given final clearance to run in the Preakness, where the Dark Bay Colt finished third. 
An advisory sent out by the Federal Aviation Administration is suggesting airline passengers may be asked to step on a scale at the airport or share how much they weigh before boarding a flight. Data airlines uses to measure passenger weight to ensure safety on board may be outdated as the obesity rates in the United States has increased. This is USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the Healthy Bone and Joint Pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. President Biden is pushing for a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas deadly conflict. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. President Biden wants a ceasefire between Israel and the Hamas terrorists in the Gaza Strip. The president speaking with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu as the conflict between the Israelis and Palestinians moves into its second week. As far as the United States' role in this conflict, Dan Senior is a former policy advisor to Mitt Romney's 2012 presidential campaign. He tells CBS this morning. They do not appear to want to get dragged into the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And again, they do not appear to want to start, you know, negotiating with Hamas. So I think they will play a role, but not a lead role. I think you should look for Egypt right now. Historically, Egypt has, you know, played an intermediary role in bringing down the temperature in these situations. Israel's military is ranked 16th in the world. By comparison, the United States ranks number one, followed by Russia, China, India, France, and Britain. Representative Matt Gates, a Republican from Florida, legal and political problems are intensifying as his former associate pleaded guilty on Monday to sex trafficking a minor and agreed to cooperate with federal prosecutors. Joel Greenberg, a former Florida county official and close confidant of Gates, confessed in court to six federal criminal counts, including fraud, stalking, and aggravated identity theft. Gates was not mentioned during the plea hearing Monday morning, nor in the 86-page agreement between Greenberg and prosecutors. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, 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 back for hour three, and uh, believe it or not, I got an update on Wontarius Bryant. 
the kid I was just talking about who thought that Dean Pease, the D.C. for the Falcons, had contacted him, and he said it was very humbling and embarrassing that he showed up to a rookie minicamp when he wasn't invited. He will now get a legitimate shot at trying out for an NFL team. He will be part of the Hub football event on the 23rd, where numerous NFL teams will be in attendance. And uh, Bryant told ESPN, quote, I am ready to move on from the situation, and respectfully, I do not feel like talking about it over and over again. Yes, whoever did this to me is very wrong, but I'm moving on from the situation, and I forgive them for whatever reason they chose to do it. I honestly would not like the person who pulled this stunt on me to be publicly humiliated. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Why is this kid so nice? <laughs> he was he was raised very well uh, to play such a violent position like defensive back. <clears throat> but uh, he's a bigger man than I am, even though he's a kid. But, uh, yeah, the Hub Football event. Um, it's very interesting. H-U-B... And um, it's basically just like a little tryout camp for everybody to, you know, it's kind of like a, uh, a, co- a combine for the people who still don't have a team. But um, I like it. Anyway, um, so I salute that kid. Uh, best of luck to him. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. Once again, 1-800-878-7529. If you want to write me an email, it's rick at sportsbyline.com. If you want to go to the website, it's sportsbyline.com. We're also on apps. TuneIn Radio is a great app. So is iHeartRadio, Stitcher as well. Uh, We have an interview coming up from uh, Denmark, uh, not Christian Erickson. And uh, also author Stephen Mandis is going to join us this hour as well. So I'm Rick Tuttle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Come on. 
You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Speaking of around the world, let's go to Denmark now, and we are joined by filmmaker Anders Thomas Jensen. He has a new movie called Riders of Justice, which will be opening in theaters and on demand as well. Anders, welcome to the show. Um, I am a Danish-American. My grandfather was born and raised uh, in Roskilde, and I've uh, been there many times. Uh, what part of Denmark are you from, may I ask? Uh, I'm from uh, like 50, uh, 50 miles from Roskilde, uh, a place called Frederiksberg, which is a tiny rural town. Yes, I also have relatives uh, in Odense on Fun, which I went to uh, many times, a fun little island there in the middle. That's where we shot the movie, so that's funny. Very so. good. All right. Well, when you think about uh, you know Denmark and and Danish actors, Danish actors, we think about Mads Mikkelsen, and uh, this is no different. I mean, the guy is box office gold. What what is it like to work with uh, such an accomplished uh, actor as that? Well, you know, we've been we've we've been working for twenty five years now. So I've, I mean, I've done a lot of films with him as a screenwriter and uh, i've done five with him he's in every movie i ever directed so, uh, <laughs> so we know each other well uh, and like you say he's he's a really accomplished actor he's physical he's he's smart and he's uh, and you just i just love to you know stare at his face so he's the perfect actor okay tell us a little bit about the plot what is the movie about well, it's about, uh, uh, I'm always bad, I'm, not, I'm spoiling, so uh, I have to be careful. It's about a man who loses his, uh, 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 he's, uh, he's a Marine in Afghanistan serving, 
who uh, loses his wife back home in a in a what seems to be a train accident, and then he has to go home and take care of his daughter, and uh, he is not at all equipped to do that emotionally. Uh, uh, but then these three uh, statistics uh, nerds uh, they show up and and uh, tell him that perhaps it wasn't an accident, and together they go on this venture to get revenge. You know, I've been very. Uh proud of the Danish film industry over the years and I think about the great series like Borgen and uh, The Investigation as it was called over here. Do you see a real rise in the Danish filmmaking in the last 10 years? Yeah, I mean uh, it's yeah, it's, it's more the last 20 I think but it's uh, it's become even more evident now. Yeah, I mean it started with the Darkman movement and uh, I don't know how it's like I always compare it to like when Sweden had Björn Borg, you know, if you have one great tennis player, then a lot of suddenly a lot of good tennis players around. And we had uh, a couple of directors like Lars von Trier here who, uh, who were sort of, you know, made it possible for the whole uh, this whole school of directors to come out. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you get. You get Borg, then you get Mats Wielander, and then it starts going like that's sort of like Danish soccer players after the Laudrup brothers. Then you get the Ericsons of the world, right? That's true, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. So, um, distribution, uh, Magnolia Pictures, of course, a great uh, distributor. Are you at the point now where, uh, it, with Hollywood, they they hear your name, they hear Mad's name, and and they're already on board, or is it still is it still a long journey for that? Well, I think I think uh, it's not fair to put me in the same uh, category as Matt's uh, when you talk about that. I mean, I'm I'm sure Matt's is, uh, people are on board with Matt. I think I perhaps have a I, I still have some miles to go there, but uh, definitely Matt's. He's a uh, yeah, he's very. Uh, how do you say? I don't know. I forgot the word, but he's you know, Mats is definitely hot right now. <laughs> no doubt. Um, also, when I think about, um, uh, do you, do you sort of feel like a, 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 you know, a movie from Denmark? Do you sort of do you do you put things that are extra Danish? in there knowing that people are going to be recognized as a Danish film, or do you just make a movie and that's something that doesn't even occur to you? Well, the, the, the latter, because I mean, it's, it's, you know, that's how it is. I mean, if I do a movie, I, of course I could try to, 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 to do, I mean, I think these things has to be uh, unconscious. You just, you do what you do. I mean, uh, and for me, a film looks like that. I mean, that's the, the surroundings here are Danish, right? So, it's it's uh, it's hard not to, I would say. Uh, of course, you could make an effort to do it, but I don't. But I I, I understand where you're going, uh, and uh, but I perhaps some perhaps I, you're, perhaps you're right. Some some of the crime, the, the the TV crimes, they perhaps try to even make it look even more Scandinavian than Scandinavia is. So, uh, but I don't. Right. Um, for you, uh, when you wrote. Uh, in a better world, um, what, did that kind of like uh, when you think about what it did at the box office and as far as uh, uh, awards, what what did that do for your career? Well, you know, it won an Oscar, which is always, I mean, that's always a major uh, thing, right? So it it definitely, uh, it definitely, I, I I got a lot of offers and it made my financing uh, more uh, more easy on the next films and also. People will read your scripts. Uh, I mean, if, if an Oscar opens a lot of doors, so I mean, definitely, I could feel that people they 
took my, I mean, I got replies from my scripts where I before did not. So uh, it did do things. Um, what about, uh, you know, La La Land and, and you know, some Europeans, uh, well, especially actors, but some European filmmakers, they, they make the move permanent to, to, to California. But uh, for you, the, the, your sweet spot is to sort of uh, to stay in uh, Denmark. Did you think about the, the California move? Well, I actually did. I mean, I spent almost four years there. Uh, just we got back three years from now, uh, so we did make the move, and I uh, I did work there, and I we did do a, f- a film uh, called uh, Dark Tower. I, I co-wrote that with uh, uh, Jeff Pinkney and Akiva Goldsman and uh, Nick Assel. So I did make the move, and I enjoyed it very much. I love California, and my wife loves it. But we had four kids, uh, and that's sort of uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Somehow, I mean, it's with family and it's a big move when you have four kids and, and you know, to not have any family around you. So we, we, we went back, but I'm definitely planning on going back at some point in my life because I, I really like California. Yes. Have you, uh, and this, your, your directorial, um, your style as well as you, you know, you write and you direct how much have you changed your style and how much of it do you, you take from other authors? Because like anything we take from our, our teachers and our mentors. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, uh, I've, I've studied, uh, you know, I studied when I was younger, I studied, uh, I saw, I saw a lot of films and read all the books and I was crazy about like the Billy Wilder uh, scripts and Robert town and, the Coen brothers, I still really like them. So I, but it's not, a, I don't do it in a conscious way. I just, I, I see a lot of films and uh, of course I, my brain will log on to, will pick up on things and that's how I do it. But I try not to be too, too, too uh, structural about it because then uh, you can, I think you sometimes can see it in movies. If you, uh, you can feel the, the intent and the structure, if it's too, becomes too mathematical. Last question for you, you know, and I, I look at all the movies that, that you have uh, written, and I know you've uh, written in tandem with uh, or, uh, with uh, Loni Scherfig, but one of those movies you talked about with Mads Mikkelsen is Wilbur Wants to Kill Himself. What what made you think of a movie of a guy in Glasgow, Scotland, you know, working in a <laughs> bookstore? What, what was the, the motivation? Uh, did that just pop into your head, that screenplay? Well, I actually, I actually think it was initially it was Lorna's idea uh, to, to uh, and also to set it in Scotland. Uh, I, but it's I, there's just there's something about you know for us, Glasgow and Scotland is uh, is it's it's like a it's a version of Denmark that's it's very similar but it's just it's tougher you know and yeah. it's, uh, if you're there you're more poor if you get beat up in a bar you get more beat up than here so everything, <laughs> everything is just a bit tougher. But it's a place. I mean, I think every Dane loves to go to Scotland because it's a, we, we are like we understand each other. So, and and this, I mean, the story about a, a guy killing himself is. Uh, I was actually much against that because that's very. It's very difficult to make that work on film. I, I only think it's Gladiator who actually succeeded doing it. Uh, uh, so it's it's a hard uh, it's a hard character to follow for two hours. A guy who just wants to die. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think Glasgow might be tougher than New York City, actually, when I think about it. So, yes, I understand what you're talking about. We have been speaking with Danish uh, director Anders Thomas Jensen, the movie Riders of Justice, available from Magnolia Pictures Friday, on demand and in theaters. And it's going to be a big hit, starring, of course, the great Danish actor Mads Mikkelsen. 
Anders, congratulations on the film. Thanks for stopping by. Tools and talk. Thank you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violin. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western.
Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. Ah, it hurts my feelings. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Coming up in the next segment, we will have an author talking about what happened to the United States men's national team. I could write that book right now with my rage, but we'll let him do it. Uh, This is an available segment if you'd like to jump in. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. You know, I've been interviewing a lot of uh, Olympians lately. That's odd. I always do. But uh, getting ready for the Olympics, which were pushed back a year in Tokyo, obviously, and they are set to begin in a little over a month. Uh, I'm sorry, a little over two months, uh, July uh, 23rd. But uh, more news from Japan, an organization representing 6,000 Japanese doctors took a stand against the Tokyo Olympics, arguing that the game should be outright canceled due to this pandemic. The message comes from the Tokyo Medical Practitioners, Practitioners Association in an open letter to Prime Minister... Uh, Yoshihida Suga, that um, his nickname is the Suga Bear, that uh, was uh, written on May 14th. The big argument from the group is that the hospitals in Tokyo are so full already because of the coronavirus surge that they've had that to allow the Olympics to happen would make things just much worse. And the letter, which was released by Reuters, Kirk Reader Reuters said, we strongly request that the authorities convince the IOC that by holding the Olympics, it would be difficult to obtain its decision to cancel the games. What? Well, listen, Japan is going through an announced state of emergency, which happened over a week ago because of the country's rising COVID-19 Um, situation. And that has happened many times before. As it currently stands, the country's rollout plan for the vaccine is nowhere near what it needs to be given, how much of the country was open prior to this federal initiative they have now. Um, I heard today that Biden said that uh, he's going to be shipping 20 million doses overseas We're now at the point in America where you have to start convincing people to get their shot, you know, and in a few more weeks, people who want shots are going to be getting their second shot. So really by June, anybody who wants a shot could have had it by now. And now we're doing, you know, 12 to 15 year olds too, which is important. But um, so there's going to be a lot of extra doses laying around. And the only way you stop a global pandemic is by stopping it in the globe. I mean, it's just, you just need one person on a plane coming over to start a uh, a huge outbreak if people aren't vaccinated. And even if they are, it ain't good. There was a poll released in April that 72% of Japanese people want the games canceled. Um, that's just a poll. You know, I, I just, I've never put too much in it. It's, it's like exit polls when it comes to votes. Who'd you vote for, Reagan? Who'd you vote for, Reagan? Who'd you vote for, Mondale? Looks like Reagan's winning. I talked to three people. 
Um, if you look at Japan, which has a population of almost half the United States, it's crazy. They have nearly 130 million people. Um, they don't even have 4% vaccinated yet. So uh, just over 3% have been vaccinated. But that state of emergency, um, that doesn't, uh, it doesn't help. And the funny thing is, is that the country was coming off what they call the golden week. The golden week is the last um, few days of April and the first few days of May. And you talk about the cherry blossoms and all the other celebration uh, they had. But the uh, interesting thing was the week before the golden week, Tokyo had 632 uh, infections, I should say the month before the Golden Week. 632 infections in a month, and because of the Golden Week, people hanging out, it was nearly 1,000. So the Prime Minister, as I said, Yoshihide Suga, um, said that the state of emergency is only two more weeks, and uh, he'll, um, you know, he'll extend it later if he has to, but uh, anyway, we'll keep our eye on that. Also, Speaking of the Olympics, Laurel Hubbard could become the first openly transgendered athlete to compete at the Olympics. Uh, Laurel is a weightlifter from New Zealand, and given her performances in the sport, it looks like she is going to qualify. The, um, the finals will be at the end of this month. The New Zealand Olympic Committee is keeping its cards close to the chest, though, about the subject, and they were asked about Laurel, and they said, uh, we're not in a position to comment on the likelihood of any athlete's selection until we have the necessary uh, evidence of their qualification. Evidence. Well, um, Hubbard um, was a man, <clears throat> um, and then in her mid-30s started the transition and about uh, four years ago, started competing on an international level. Uh, Laurel had a second-place finish at the World Championships, and um, last time out had a sixth-place finish. But the way the qualification, the qualification works in terms of ranking, the top eight lifters are all guaranteed Olympic spots, and then each continent is given an additional spot. How about that? Each continent, every, every different sport has their own way of qualifying. So New Zealand is in an area that FIFA calls Oceania. It's also what the Olympic Committee calls Oceania, which is basically the entire South Pacific, Australia, and uh, New Zealand, Tasmania, those places. And um, uh, there is a little bit of an uproar because there is a weightlifter from Samoa who has been a woman her whole life, who feels that she is deserving. But the Olympic Committee's guidelines on transgender athletes, it does allow, though, those who have transitioned from male to female, if their total level of testosterone, testosterone in a serum is below 10 nanomoles per liter for a year. So we were talking about picograms the other day. <laughs> nano, you ever heard of a nanomole, Dominic? Nanomole? Oh, I have never heard of that. Below 10 nanomoles. 
Additionally, the athlete must keep their declared gender for at least four years after it's been declared. So they can't switch back. And as I said, she started four years ago, so she can't compete. Now, in, um, you know, you think about 2021, there will be much more acceptance than there would have been 10, 20, 30 years ago. This probably wouldn't have been a, even an equation. Uh, back then, she will be very much celebrated and uh, very um, uh, forward-minding uh, groups, um, progressive groups. But as I mentioned, she is going to obviously get some backlash as well, especially, um, as I mentioned, the weightlifter from Samoa who says, uh, I've been a girl my whole life, and you're a very, very strong man who's now a quote-unquote girl. How is that possibly fair? Well, whether you think it's fair or not, it's within the rules, and that's the important thing to remember. It's like the laws in this country. A lot of those laws in this country suck, but it's the law. You know what I mean? And this is why politicians are sometimes called lawmakers, because we're supposed to elect people who we think will make good laws or make the ones that we want. So, uh, as I said, whether you think this is a fantastic story or whether you think it's unfair uh, to uh, women who have been women their whole lives, uh, it doesn't matter what we think because it's the rules. So she's allowed. Laurel Hubbard is just as allowed as anyone else uh, according uh, to the rules. I think that that's important to keep in mind. The personal opinions aside, she qualifies by the rules. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Violent. promote my new curbside pickup service it's possible with staples connect i need custom floor decals that'll get noticed not just walked on also possible staples connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials and now get 15 percent off signs posters and decals when you spend 75 dollars or more explore what's new at your local staples store or staplesconnect.com staples connect the working and learning store ends 529 visit staples.com signage for details have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. It's time for some straight talk. You've got real work to do, but everyone's sucking up the free Wi-Fi faster than a mocha choco double frap on ice. So be your own hotspot. Now with Straight Talk Wireless, get 10 gigs of hotspot data with the ultimate unlimited plan. Just 55 bucks a month on America's largest and most dependable networks. You don't have to find a hotspot. You are the hotspot. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. Well, I might as well tell you now. You lot may all be internationals and have won all the domestic honours there are to win under Don Revy. But as far as I'm concerned, the first thing you can do for me is to chuck all your medals and all your caps and all your pots and all your pans into the biggest flipping dustbin you can find because you've never won any of them fairly. You've done it all by blooming cheating. Tittle was selected at random from the phone book to host this show. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show author Stephen G. Mandis. He has co-written a book along with Sarah pa- Parsons Walter called What Happened to the USMNT? That's the United States Men's National Team. The Ugly Truth About the Beautiful Game. It is available today from Triumph Books. And, uh, Stephen, I don't know where to start with the disgust I had after missing out on an entire World Cup cycle. Uh, In CONCACAF, there's no reason, uh, there's no excuse why the United States at this point doesn't qualify. It's them and Mexico and everybody else. But they managed to do it. So (laughs) I guess that was the, the impetus behind this book, huh? Well, yes, because I, I, everyone kept saying, like, what happened to this team? They went the quarterfinals in 2002 in the World Cup, and now we're not qualifying. And meanwhile, we thought that the U.S. had been making progress. So we went back and looked at the data. And actually, you're right. I mean, if you look at the the hex, the teams of the United States finished fifth, Mexico finished first, the United States has twice as many players in MLS playing two or three times the number of minutes in MLS. And then the U.S. has four players in the top five leagues. Um, in during that hex, playing 
9,000 minutes, and Mexico has five players playing 6,000 minutes, and Costa Rica two players playing 6,000 minutes. So the U.S. had the talent. There's no question about it. So that's when we started to dive into what other things happened besides that, and also keeping in mind that there had been progress made. Going into the 1994 World Cup, the United States had three wins, five draws, and 23 losses against Mexico. And since 1994, we've had 16 wins, 10 losses, uh, 10 draws, and 13 losses. So obviously some progress had been made. Well, yeah, the United States Soccer Federation started taking things seriously. I worked at that World Cup in 94, and I, I think about the days before. They would have those qualifiers at the L.A. Coliseum, just to sell tickets. Uh, it was a Mexican home game. Kyle Rowe Jr. said that he was told you, you, you get a cap, but you're going to have to fly yourself if you want to play for the team. Um, I, I think about, you know, as we built for 94 and started taking those guys who qualified, like the Roy Wagerleys and the Tomas Dooleys, and, you know, opening up our minds a little bit. But, you know, because at Italian 90, Bob Gansler just took really a, a college all-star team down there. For me, one of the biggest problems with the team now is the the hubris of thinking that we can coach ourselves. And uh, and it's kind of started with Bruce Arena, who did have success, of course, in South Korea, but his second incarnation was awful. The uh, I was not a fan of Bradley. I don't know why they would name a guy like Burhalter uh, as the head coach. It, it, to me, it would be like getting a guy from France and making him an NFL head coach. What, what, what do you think about that? It's interesting because um, that was the conventional wisdom. Everything you just said is what people told us. And what we've discovered is, is it, uh, actually in Europe, it's the opposite. I'll give you an example of this. In um, The United States dominates in basketball, right? And the NBA is the best league in the world. We have the greatest players playing in the United States. In Europe, when they wanted to catch up to the United States, they did not hire U.S. coaches. They actually developed their own European-style of basketball, which obviously now many of those players are coming in the NBA very successfully. They had bigger players start to shoot from the outside, which was unconventional in the NBA. They had players um, do you know, develop something called the Euro Step, as to how they went to the to the um, to the basket. An entire new style developed with European coaches, not American coaches. And so we actually challenged this idea of should we actually have an American way of playing. And that's what we actually um, discovered was that even if you take the women's team, in 1991 when the women won the World Cup, um, the women's team was not favored at all to win that World Cup. And what they did was um, they recognized they didn't have the skill level to compete against the Europeans, um, which had been playing the European Championship since 1984, which is around the time NCAA women's soccer really got going. They had their first championship in 1982. And what they did, Anson Dorrance did, was he instilled a high-press 3-4-3 system because he was like, if we let these other ladies possess the ball, they will beat us because they have a higher skill level. So let's use our athleticism and willingness to work defensively together in groups in the other side of the pitch in order to create turnovers and then shoot and score. And so I think that that sort of was, hey, let's use the strengths of the United States and the way we learn the game and use that to our advantage. I'll give you another example. In 1776, the, the United States Patriots didn't go hire a bunch of British forces or European forces 
uh, generals to come teach us how to do it. We developed our own guerrilla-style tactics to go defeat a superior military power, to try to go compete against soccer powers the same way they play against us doesn't make sense to us. Like, it, you should be using guerrilla tactics as well, and the guerrilla tactics are basically a counterattack style of play. So everything you said made total sense until we really got into it. Well, I mean, listen, there are, and you could say Revolutionary War, it was a French general, Lafayette, and a Polish general, Tadej Kosciuszko, that was showing us what to do. But the the basketball thing... I mean, yeah, they put out a good player here and there, but their national teams don't stand up to us outside of, you know, Spain maybe coming in for a silver medal. But the, you, you can't compare the women to the men in the United States. They're a completely different thing. The women here, um, they grew up in a sport where it was is viewed, it was like, you know, that's a great sport for girls. Uh, you know, and and, you know, tough guys will play football, but... In Europe, and and all over the world, really, until the last 20 years, if you were a girl playing soccer, you your femininity, your femininity was stripped from you. Um, they don't have the college system that we have. So the the United States women, it's very easy to see why they dominate. But when I look at, at MLS and I look at college uh, soccer for the men, I just think that those two things hurt our national team so badly. We need to somehow find a way, and it's easy for Christian Pulisic, who has a you know a, a Croatian uh, or Serbian uh, passport, I say, but to get right. the, like the the Jovan Karovski like at Man United or the John O'Brien at the Ajax, and I realize that now with the the deaths and uh, some of the uh, we have many players in the Champions League, uh, Claudio Reyna's son. We, we need to get those kids, the good ones, overseas early because if they go to college and play MLS, and the MLS keeps expanding so fast, they're just watering down the talent in this country more and more and more. What do you think of that? Well, here's, here's something else that people told us, was that you know, the United States wasn't doing a very good job of developing and identifying talent across the United States, that we, we hadn't done that. And then we looked at other countries. So take Germany, for example. Seven of the 11 starters for the German team that won the World Cup came from two, develop, two academies, uh, Bayern Munich and Schalke. And we found that, 30, that um, the majority of the team came from two states in Germany. And that, and that those two states only represent 35% of the country of Germany. So they only have like Tony Cruz and from Eastern Europe who was found by Bayern Munich and was brought to Bayern Munich. So I don't know if he counts. There was only one player from Berlin, um, Boateng, and he was, he was also brought to an academy. So this also started to question this whole idea of what is the World Cup. And what we found is, is actually the World Cup is not a, is not a competition of uh, nations. It's actually a competition of zip codes. And so just like how Kearney, New Jersey had produced a lot of, or northern New Jersey had produced a lot of talent, what, what the United States is really competing against is not France, for example. The United States is competing against a few um, suburbs in Paris and Lyon that produces the majority of players, and those players are, are primarily the sons of immigrants or immigrants themselves, who then get brought to an academy called Clairefontaine, in France, who learn a system and develop trust, and that's why they're successful. So if you look at the last four World Cup winners, they are um, uh, France, Germany, Spain, and Italy. All of them 
top, are in the top five leagues in Europe. And all of them have a dominant team um, in those leagues. So when people tell me, oh, Germany is so great, their federation must be amazing. No, actually, Bayern Munich Development Academy is great. And people say, oh, Spain is so great, and they, they have a wonderful soccer culture and soccer first country. Well, they're great because they have, they have Barcelona's academy, which was nine, had developed nine of the players on that World Cup team. And Italy was great because they had Juventus. And uh, France was great because of this, as I said, mentioned the system. And so I think what people are misunderstanding is, is what's really going on um, in soccer. And the other thing that we found is, is that the World Cup, not only is it a competition of zip codes, it's a competition of families. And what I mean by that is, is that many players are actually, it's a, it's a family business to be great at soccer. And we're now just developing that. So take Christian Pulisic. He is a product of the college system. He didn't play in college, but his parents did. Josh Sargent, his parents played here, uh, college soccer. Um, uh, Gio Rena, his parents played college soccer. Bob Bradley, uh, Greg Berthalter, their, their dads played, their coaches, their sons became good. Jurgen Klinsmann's son played college soccer, but if you don't have a dad that was great and you don't have a sibling that's great, it's very difficult to be good. Um, so this was another thing that we found um, that influences why the United States is trying to overcome what they're trying to overcome. Yeah, so, and we didn't even have soccer on TV really until the 90s. So, yeah, you'll see kids wearing jerseys from overseas players. When, when I was growing up, a lot of people didn't even hear of those guys. We just have about a minute left, but... The, after the Sunil Gulati disaster, I, I had Winald on my show a few times, and I was trying to get him elected as president of the USSF. Uh, and I went to Carlos Cordero, who was under Gulati, who admitted that he never saw a soccer game until he was 50 years old. I know Cindy Parlo's in there now, but uh, what about the, the leadership in this country and how serious they take it even this day? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll... I'll... Two great executives in, in club soccer, at the very least. Um, take uh, Florentino Perez at Real Madrid. Take uh, Peter Moore, who brought Liverpool their very first uh, championship um, uh, in the uh, English Premier League. Neither of them have any real soccer background. They didn't really play, and they were exec- uh, company executives. Um, so I don't, I don't think that uh, you necessarily have to... Um, have been uh, in soccer your whole life to be a very good executive. I definitely think you need those people that are involved, which is why it's great that Greg and Ernie and, um, and Brian are, are involved with the team. But at the very top leadership, I can find examples both ways. That's Stephen G. Mandis, the book available today from Triumph Books, What Happened to the USMN Team, uh, The Ugly Truth About the Beautiful Game. Stephen, thanks for dropping by. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violin. non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? 
Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460-800-251-7460-800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 800 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Uh, thank you for that. A couple of minutes left. And, um, you know, talking about that book, some of the points that were made, and you have to listen to other people. You can't just shut them out. And I want to listen to his, his points. 
But to use basketball as an example, first of all, the European national teams, they suck outside of Spain. Um, and to say that you need, we need to create our own American style and then to use the women as an example and Anson Dorrance, who was the North Carolina head coach when he had Mia Hamm and all them. Anson Dorrance with the women's national team, he had the best soccer players in the world. He could have played a Christmas tree, a Pearl, a 4-4-2. He could have done anything, and they were going to be fantastic. And to say that that's an American style, it's not an American style. And then to say, well, if, if your parents play college soccer, then that helps. Helps what? Makes you like soccer? It's just... <laughs> Well, they've done the data. And wouldn't it be great if the American players could go to Clairefontaine in Paris? I would love that. But they don't. All righty then. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Another fantastic show. We'll be back at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow for another edition of it. And coming up next, more sports talk. I'm Rick Tittle. See you then. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.